This is HPR episode 2221 entitled HPR Community News for January 2017 and is part of the series HPR Community News. It is hosted by HPR volunteers and is about 85 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is HPR volunteers talk about shows released and comments posted in January 2017. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hi everybody, my name is Ken Fallon and you're listening to another edition of Hacker Public Radio Community News, this time for January 2017. Hi Dave. Uh, Hi Ken. Sorry, this is where I traditionally say, joining me tonight is Dave, but uh, my head is all over the shop, so uh, how about we... Uh, we uh, this is fine, this is fine. <laughs> There's another bloke here and it's me. <laughs> yes. Um, for those new to HPR, HPR is a crowds- crowdsourcing podcast network that releases shows every weekday monday through friday and to give everybody who is not on the mailing list and you should be a background into what's going on on the mailing list and in the hpr community in general we put on this show once a month and it's in uh, it's been moved around a bit this time because of one thing or another which we'll no doubt get to uh, actually it's fostem uh, is coming up uh, this Saturday, and uh, we go down to that. And well, I'm going down to that, and as a result, uh, we'll be just too busy to um, to record a show on that Saturday. So we moved it to Wednesday, and then you had some issues then as well. Yes, yes, it looked like sand completely failed on my my usual workstation. So I'm running off a laptop today. It took me took me all day to get it ready. Yeah, so I'll have that, and uh, thankfully, I'm not sounding like a chipmunk. Uh, this month, I don't think. <laughs> no, you sound good, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. Um, for some reason, it got stuck at um, 44.1 kilohertz, and when I went to 44.8, that fixed it. But then, um, when I plugged it in now again this evening, and went to 40, uh, 48 kilohertz or whatever, um, it was... Uh, I was sounding like Barry Manilow for a while. So. You were? So I Is had to undo your... this. Is this your Zoom that you're using? Yeah. Is that yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, need to that's remember what I'm to bring doing. that as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm doing as well, and so I could sound like Chipmunk too. Wow. Yeah. Well, normally it didn't do anything, but it might be just something decided to get smart and intelligent. Oh, uh, I need to remember to bring my uh, all my recording stuff as well. Uh, I haven't packed because it's. Um, I need to go to get my stuff together and then go to work. And then from work, I'm taking the train to Belgium down to Brussels. From there, I'm going into the where they're setting up the stands and drop off some of the posters. And then hopefully uh, I might be able to get some interviews because there's something like 74 different tables this time. Wow. 
yeah, yeah. And I know that there that there will be more because they um the media lounge and the uh, open hardware section has always people who kind of you know start demoing stuff on the day. Well, good luck. <laughs> and yeah, enough about. Uh, I'm also processing all the uh, HBR shows, uh, the New Year shows in the background. So I will be ho- hoping to uh, stop this from time to time to enter in passwords and the like. Anyway, do you want to go ahead and uh, welcome our new hosts? We have a few this month. Yes, we have two new hosts. And the first one is Reg A, who was on he's on the uh, New Year's show quite a lot, I think. Yeah, um, proving, uh, proving that uh, me pressuring people into uh, doing shows actually works. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, well done. And well done, Reg, for, for well stepping done, up. Reg. <laughs> and we also have Hannah of Terror of Soul, which is the most wonderful handle Absolutely ever. Absolutely awesome, yes. <laughs> but the, the, the commas uh, got, got uh, I, I just had to change the layer of this thing so that the, it was quoted, um, so that you, you didn't think there were three people there. Excellent. That's uh, what being a geek's all about. Uh, I'm sorry. Indeed, indeed. Don't get me started. So... Um, Yes, HBR 2251 is just downloaded. Give me two seconds till I check to make sure it's playing okay. Truncate silence hopefully will do its thing. Okay. Okay, that one looks good. I'll just process the next one. Hold on. Okay, we're back. Dave, can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it's as if we hadn't ever been away. Excellent, yes. I'm on the last one now, so uh, I was telling you earlier on that uh, the... Um, because it converts all, they're uploaded in AUG, and because it converts it to PCM, they go out to five-hour segment shows, which blows up the amount of free space we have on the VPS. And as it only happens once a year, then it's it's not that big a deal. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> every year I forget that, <laughs> to clean out stuff, and then why, yeah. why is there no outro on the end of this? And then all oh, right, okay. Anyway, so. Starting with the first show, let's go through the shows. And we had, um, it was HPR Community News for December 2016, and we had no comments on that. And the following day, we had Why You Should Not Say Free Software, which is kind of my tongue-and-cheek suggestion that uh, we should uh, treat the term free software as a bug. Well, yes, yes. English is a bug, I suppose, in, in that respect, isn't it? Although when I was going through this, I did I did think it was th- tongue in cheek, but thong in cheek. Irish people have trouble saying tree, uh, th- tongue in cheek, and but actually it makes sense. He, I don't know why he picked free software. It was if he had picked free dumb software, then we wouldn't have had this problem. Yeah, I know, I know. It's uh, yeah. I guess we we get used to the fact that um, there's so many meanings in in English. English is a very very difficult language in many respects, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's a yeah, shame. But I mean, everybody knows that there's a difference between the word free and free. You learn that in 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 you know national school, secondary school, and somebody as educated as as um, RMS and the like definitely knew that there was two meanings of free. Yeah, maybe he didn't appreciate that it would be played upon or misunderstood. It's like theory and theory. It's a lot of the people, the anti-science people attack science because oh, it's only a theory, but theory means something else in science. So, you know, it's it's another one of those words. <clears throat> Don't believe it for a second. I think he was trying to be funny. You think? Yeah. Same way as uh, GNU software. GNU is not Unix. It's hilarious. 
what does it mean? GNU means GNU is not Unix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are lots of those at that time. Anyway, but um, if he is at at uh, at uh, I'll I'll see if I can ask him. I'll definitely be asking the free software people. <laughs> so yeah, this stirred yeah, yeah. up a lot of uh, a lot of uh, comments. So if you want to read the first one or whatever, yeah, yeah sure, yeah. I'll, from... I'll do my own my replies if you want. Yeah, okay. The first one is from I assume Spaceman, spelt spelt wrong, but there you go. What about freedom? Is the question. How do you get the point? of freedom matters across. In that sense, open source would be a bug because seeing the code is not equal seeing the code is not equal to free software. It's possible to not be free even if you have access to the code. People need to get educated and get to know what is going on with the software. I'm laughing because no matter what topic, free software, free energy, veganism, nutrition, the majority of people just want an iPhone that scratches their book. <laughs> really, I've never come across one of those. And watch their drone synchronizing channels. But yeah, keep in mind that open source doesn't mean you're free. So what word do you want to use? I suggest free Libra or free with an explanation. The reason it's still around is probably because there ain't a thousand ways to say freedom. So then we have McNallu saying life has language has a life of its own. You present a solid, clear argument, Ken. Thanks for the show. My understanding is that if is that they, RMS and Co, didn't fully appreciate the bug until people started using the term free, i.e. it's a runtime bug. And once it's entered common usage, it's hard, if not impossible, to alter the usage for myself. I can live with the ambiguity by, mind, uh, by minding context and saying free and open source software when there's likely to be ambiguity. And Brian says, liberty. When we say freedom, I believe we mean liberty. I have no problem with Libra. Libre is what people say. I'm not quite sure why, actually. As it conveys the message without much misunderstanding. I have a problem with open source. As much open source is still proprietary. And I replied, Spaceman, yes, Freedom Matters. Uh, Had they named it Freedom Software, then there would have been no disambiguity. And I referred to the fact that he himself has used free software uh, uh, that he has referred to the fact that freedom matters. So had it been called Freedom Software, there wouldn't be a problem. McNally, I don't believe it was a runtime bug, as there was loads of examples at the time of both paid and gratis software, aside from levels of freedom. The term free was also known to be the opposite of paid at the time. Changing names has and this is uh, changing names has been done many times in the past postgres inkscape words wordpress MariaDB, libreoffice jenkins it's all part and parcel of how free software works rms himself puts uh, the better name uh, of open well what i meant to say well, of open source as the reason why open source was so popular and at brian i reported the bug i'll leave it up to you to submit a patch because i really don't want to suggest um, other options there but i did go back and look at bike magazines which are on archive.org and okay there were plenty of advertisements in there for where you could buy tapes for money of free software and there was also places where you could buy um buy applications that were proprietary so both were mm. uh, both were being shipped gratis as in zero cost and uh, both were being available for uh, being paid so at the time it was well known and i also went back and had a look like wordpress um have a look at the visicalc wordstar wordperfect lotus one two three these were all applications that were around at the time so i cannot believe that 
the concept of having to pay for software was not known. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked uh, on a Burroughs machine many years ago, and they did actually let you have the, the source code free, I believe, anyway. Um, universities are odd places, and sometimes you've got special special deal, but we certainly had access to the full operating system code to, to hack around it, and we did. Yeah, exactly. And it was, and RMS even said in some of the speeches that, yeah, it was not on, you know, the, um, you got the tapes and you paid for the tapes and you paid for transfer. That was a different thing. That's why, you know, people, he's never had an issue with people charging for GNU software. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on, moving on. How awesome is uh, Guix, G-U-I-X. Geeks. Geeks. Geeks, that's the one, thanks. He yes. did explain that it's French, yeah. therefore it's just Le Geeks. Le Geeks, oui. And why it will take over the world? Yes, exactly, sorry. Brain, uh, I'm, can you can you do this one? Because my brain is busy looking at the HBR conversion that's going over here. I don't want to miss. Uh, since the upgrade, we're waiting to upgrade. The, the SSH keys don't work, so I need to paste in the password. So that's why. Oh, oh, right. Oh, so, God. Uh, I wasn't aware of this. I am looking forward to the day when we get moved to this new server Josh has promised us. Yes, indeed. So, yes, there's quite a lot of comments on this one. And Geeks is a packaging system, as I understand it. Um, yep. But uh, it, uh, yeah, it, it sounded very cool, but uh, yeah, it's not too cool for me, I suspect. Well, anyway. <laughs> I think it's uh, handy from the point of view of uh, if you're doing Docker containers or stuff like that, that you want to keep control over particular libraries and versions. So it did seem uh, quite interesting to me. But Yeah, I, I really feel I should look into it a bit more just to, to find out more about it. But uh, And uh, Clack is very, very keen about it. He starts the comments with, uh, with a comment to himself uh, saying, correction, Eight sync zero point three, and the show notes are already out of date. Apparently, Chris released that version two weeks ago. And then uh, Brian says, uh, "Please more, preferably basic examples of user package management. I've installed it and really liked it, but as a non-programmer, I'm a little overwhelmed with system management." Fair enough. Jonas says, "Interesting. It's interesting to know that there's a virtual end thing." type thing for an entire user login as well as a distro. I'll definitely have a look. It would be great to hear how your co-host is getting along with using Geeks in his current setup a year later. And like he said, uh, slides. This is not entirely helpful without narration. It's from a presentation I made, but maybe someone can glean some information about it and he's got the thingy. X episode idea. <laughs> Narrate this. We'll do it in February. On your show. Well, like, he probably will. He's he's away he's on Chinese good, yeah. New Year at the moment. He's a uh, he's uh, he's out in Hong Kong, as far as I'm aware. So he's he'll probably be quite busy. Good stuff. Good stuff. So he also said every everyday package operations. The most common operations I do are geeks environment. I won't read this whole thing. Where NC... no, that's a show. That's a show, right? Yeah, there. it's it's a lot there. Yeah, I, just jump down to basic. It's too much. To, um. The next jump to the next comment. You mean? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I can't read this. What is bias blast, opinion? Blast, bias opinion. See, my laptop screen is hard to read. Working programmer, like many programmers out there, I am stuck in the narrow focus of my job. I found this episode informative and inspiring. Big thumbs up, he said. Cool. What more can you say from an episode? 
John, that's very good. John, this truck is worth its weight in gold culp. Is replacing the throttle position sensor on his truck when the check engine light came on. It turned out to be the throttle positioning sensor. And then when Bill says, "When is the new truck?" Eventually, John will do an episode when he replaces every last piece of this old truck. <laughs> That's a good comment. I like that. Yes, yes. So the, like that Viking ship. It's still the same truck. It's still yeah. the same truck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And somebody called Ken Fallon says, no, this truck is worth its weight in shows. <laughs> John replies, uh, just getting started. Don't worry, y'all. I expect this truck will give me episode topics regularly for a good while. I'm going to guess starter motor and ignition coil within the next year. Spark plugs, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Just pasted in the other show. But that's uh, that's excellent. This is actually why I don't have a car, Dave. It's uh, just maintenance and, well, I didn't use it anyway. Episode one of the Future of Free Software series, uh, where it's an introduction to the series. And he was trying to post it and then never did. So post the rest of the shows. It would have been interesting to hear the remainder of the series. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that was a note I made to myself. It's... Uh... Looking forward to the rest. And then we had uh, Lord D's uh, memorance, and uh, yeah, this this was this was a good show. Thanks, Tell Two, for putting this together. Yeah, it was very moving, I thought, and, and extremely well assembled and introduced by Klaatu. Very, very sad that a young fellow like him died so young. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Droop says, Dragonbluth, dude, it's hard to listen to this episode uh, thinking about you being gone. Thank you for being there for me and for everybody else too. I wish I had been a better friend to you. I did laugh when they mentioned long grumbling conversations. I just hear you saying, well, Droops, it was a great episode and it didn't do you enough justice. You're a great guy and we are all the lesser without you. Yeah, well said. Indeed. Okay, the following day, uh, makers on YouTube. I'm trying to learn to make various things. I'm watching YouTube to find information by Dave Morris. Dave, did you know the whole concept of cause and effect, the butterfly thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This caused my NAS to fill up days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, that's the YouTube effect, I think, or YouTube download or whatever it was. Yeah. It I have a script which I, promised to do a show about before uh on on uh you know just for fetching youtube things using like a bash pottery type thing that and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so i just plugged them into that and downloaded them next morning all of a sudden a terabyte of disk space had disappeared these are prolific people <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um i'm one i'm glad to see so many um uh, uh women doing uh this yeah. sort of hardware stuff absolutely and, not only like uh, you know, just hardcore, real engineering going on here. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. nice because I was I was showing uh, my kids on the couch, and then uh, uh, you know there there were various different people coming up, so it was really nice to nice to see that. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, my my daughter's also uh, well, both my son and my daughter, but my my daughter and I were, were looking at some. And she was visiting over Christmas and stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's good to good to spread the word. 
So there are a bunch of comments on this one. Uh, Mira Shade says, awesome suggestions. I love Jimmy DeResta and have spent more than a few hours on his channel myself. Looking forward to checking out some of the other channels you posted. Yeah. And then Victor O said, thumbs up. I think making things is healthy. So what if factories make things better and cheaper? It's not about that. It keeps... It's about keeping your handyman. As a handyman, we don't have to be so dependent on what's available. We have options. Good point. Dot dummy. Although, to be honest, none of quite a lot of those things you would never see coming out of a factory, and the quality of them being far higher by you know by virtue of the fact they're manufactured. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of them are a bit dodgy, but I mean, some of the uh, taking what's her face. Um, oh, let me see here. Laura Camp, for for example, her stuff mm-hmm. is just art rolled up in a. Oh, she's brilliant. Yeah. She's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, she's she seems to be able to do anything. She turns out to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's a, definitely a role model. I said to my daughter. There's somebody you should you should emulate, but yeah, she's she probably said shut up under her breath at least. Well, anyway. I definitely I deliberately did not try to say that because I'm trying to I'm and this is something I want to bring up on the interview with uh, that's coming up shortly and uh, how not to overdo it, you know. With yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I, it's just nice subtly to be going oh to be watching somebody and then uh, you know it gives subconsciously a message that. Yes, uh, it's not all men in this field that it is. It is possible for somebody to be to be respected on on the just on their engineering capabilities. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, my daughter and I have a have a have an interesting relationship. <laughs> we sort of uh, banter at one another. <laughs> She'd probably say the same to me at some point. Dad, you should watch this. You might learn something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, no harm. <laughs> so. Yeah, did, did you want to do that one or shall I dod dod dummy I think it is because it's dod with a double dod. d on the end oh, and dummy. Right, yeah. I, I've been calling it dodo dummy for the last ages I do apologize <laughs> uh, it takes why, a bit of reading why, why? <laughs> Iggy Swan Iggy Swan it's Izzy actually Iggy Swan he says is another I like and actually he's very good so I don't watch him quite as much as the others but uh, and he says I'm a bit of a Darbin Orva stalker uh, and uh, Paul Sellers, Duresta, primitive technology. I like magic to me. And he points at uh, at um, some YouTube channels, a YouTube channel. Yeah, primitive uh, technology oh. is absolutely awesome. I think this is a. Um, I need to go through some of my series as well. That's on my list as well of things to do. I've already promised that last year. But um, yeah, so he. I've missed this last sentence. Already was watched most on this list, but there are about five I hadn't heard of. Can't wait to check them out. Did you? Shall we do the the last comment? Because even though it's yeah, it ahead. was put added today, it's uh, still probably worth doing. Um, so Jim Weder says, "Shall I do it, or do you want to do it?" No, I'm uh, actually processing the show in the background. I thought you <laughs> might. Be, I thought you might be. <laughs> when you hesitate, I see what you're doing. Don't, that. don't tell them. Don't let on that I'm not paying no, no, 100% no. attention. Oh gosh, yes, yes, everything's fine. Um, anyway, he says treat list. I think he meant great list, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, you definitely put some time in. In being that you were able to put a great list together. I know when I was doing my search for great builders, I could learn 
from. I made sure I watched many of their videos until I felt confident and comfortable about turning to them for ideas and techniques. Thanks for turning me on to a couple of new names I hadn't run into yet. Can't wait to watch some of these since I really agree with the rest of the list. So, yeah, this I always enjoy sharing lists. I always enjoy other people sharing lists. It's uh, you can learn a lot from from these these things, podcasts and YouTube's yeah. and stuff. Although since I've started my list, I've taken a few off because they've gotten bit by the bug when they start getting more uh, popular than they. Mm. Sometimes they deviate from their core values, if you know what I mean. Well, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the sponsorship deals and all that sort of stuff can water them down a bit as well. But uh, yeah. Well, that doesn't bother me so much as then, you know, you're putting up, they're putting up videos every week and start giving opinions on the US elections when you're thinking, oh, right, fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just having a mouthpiece platform to uh, to be able to do these things, I guess. Yeah. Tempts people. Anyways, uh, just give me one second. I want to check the audio. Yeah, it looks good. So, oh yeah, there was one thing about all the woodworking shows, though, that it doesn't seem to be a hobby that you can get into unless you've got this physical space in order to do it. Uh, yeah. I was looking I, at them all in common, and they've all got a router. They've all got a saw table. They've all got a, uh, a pedestal drill. They've all got a vertical saw. So right <laughs> yes, there, know, that's, the, that's a big shed from my point of view, even if, you know. Well, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But um, when I worked at Lancaster University, I had a flat and had had quite a reasonable sized bedroom and half of that bedroom was my workshop and I built some furniture in there quite successfully. Had to watch about, you know, stepping out of bed into a pile of shavings or the odd nail yeah, on the floor and yeah. stuff. But uh, but you know, it and that was all hand hand stuff, you know, it was done with a brace and bit and a handsaw and stuff. Oh uh, back in my day, yes, Dave. Dowel yes. dowel jointing is cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is, yes. No, no, no. I I don't know. I just I'm very into electronics at the minute and uh, it's a lot more compact. That's just yeah, oh, have something right, that right. will travel. I am very tempted to uh, to acquire some of the those large tools, but I, I don't know. I've only got a small an ordinary one car garage, so I'd have to sort of make the end of it adaptable or somehow yeah, yeah. fold up whatever yeah but you're right you're right you want sort of a giant two-car three-car garage with with loads of room for for tools ideally and lots and lots of money although the the money didn't seem to be the, uh i think if you could uh go around and get you could uh you could um you know get away with reasonably cheap stuff if you're lucky Give me two minutes, I'll be back, yeah? Okay, all the HBR show, all the New Year shows are posted and the feed validates and there's no weird XML. Okay, phew. Cool. Good, I got that done. Okay, the following day we had Not So Smart, How I'm Fault Troubling Disk I.O. Issues. And this is an excellent show and will be absolutely filed away for my... Um, uh, disc issues when they yeah, invariably yeah. arrive. I um I've never had to do this, but as you say, it's it's good to know that somebody somebody gives you pointers to to how to deal with these sorts of issues when you when yeah. you do need to. So yeah, good for that. Yeah. So the following day we had uh, Mascan for ten dots omg. 
and this is a an issue with the vulnerability to sc- scanner and destroying the discovery times from eight hours to one hour with mass scan. That was pretty impressive, I must say. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Again, a little bit outside my uh, my sphere of, <laughs> of existence, but uh, still good to know. Yeah, it is, uh, especially when reading our internal policies about running this sort of thing would be uh, career limiting <laughs> inside your own organization. <laughs> yes, but yes. Uh, it's very, um, you know, it's very interesting to see somebody's daily daily job, you know, that uh, you need to check all these ports on uh, if you're running hosting services to see what's open and stuff. So it's yeah, good, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Good luck into it. So, um quick rumba tips and some silicon packets now what was he doing putting silicon packets into a toaster oven do you have any idea well um i made a note about this because i i was thinking silicon what what is he what is he does he mean silicon you wrote silicone and these are the sort of things i have to check so silicon's the element Silica is SiO2, silicon dioxide, and it's the naturally occurring mineralized in quartz, sand, etc. And silicone is an inert rubbery polymer used in kitchen implements, etc. That's quoting my notes. Um, and so folks, I have to deal with this man every day. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, there's some, something bent in my brain, I'm sorry. <laughs> but... Uh, Silica gel is what you're talking about. Silica gel is the little packets you get in stuff that needs to be needs to be uh, kept away from damp. And he's talking about the fact that you can, if you heat them to a fairly low temperature uh, after they have got damp, you can dry them out again and make them usable. Yeah, that's what I thought he meant. But then he was talking about putting it in, putting them in when you're cooking a turkey. I forget what uh, what temperature it is. It's only about a hundred and 10 or something Fahrenheit or something. I'm not sure. I forget what the temperature is. Yeah, but I thought he was talking about using them in the cooking process to keep, to absorb the moisture of a turkey as you roast it. That that I didn't get. Probably because I was stuck on the silicone. Yes, silicone. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, the curse um, of curse of having a brain like mine, I'm afraid. So operator, if you could do another show explaining that, that would be awesome. Thank you. See what it did there? See what it did there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I, <laughs> now that I've posted all the other shows, I can focus on getting uh, getting people to do more shows. <laughs> Podcasts I listen to by Red J. Uh, excellent list. Uh, quite a few, actually, that I've never heard of before and that have come up on other people's lists again. And again, I need to book an OPML file together. Yes, I know it's on the list. Yeah, as I said before, people's lists are always fascinating. There's there's too many sports ones here for me, but that's just my my prejudices. But uh, no, there's some there's some good stuff. There's a few I a few I listen to. I'm sure you do too. Dan Indeed, Carlin yeah. and people yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, cool. No, don't listen to Dan Carlin for the very reason that uh, when people are saying how long they are, I already have a podcast list that's going <laughs> going. Well, if I put another podcast in, I now need to take a podcast out, so that's that's not good. I yeah yeah, I listen to podcasts all day long, but I'm still at three gigs of unlistened to stuff. Uh, so uh, yeah. I need to be listening to two simultaneously. I think. Paulie B says update on Linux Lubdites. Probably recorded the podcast before the news went out, which is true. Linux Lubdite, which really was a great show, ended in the new year, but the two guys went on and started late night Linux as follow up 
podcast. So they are now over at latenightlinux.com. Since you put them on the list, I'll give TLLTS another go. I really couldn't get it into the first time I tried. Best wishes and thanks for all the content. As far as TLLTS goes, you need to do truncate silences. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I do. I, I can shrink them quite considerably and speed them up and everything. Indeed, so, yeah. indeed. And Reg A replies, Linux Lodates update info. Thanks, Paul B. I had not listened to the last two Lodates podcasts when I submitted my list. Thanks for the info. Yeah, shame cool. about Lodates. But there yeah, you go. That's, there you uh, go. That's, well, they're, they're continuing. Don't blame him. They, yeah, they expand new, and expand. The new show sounds really good. I, sound, I like the Aki um, Doherty and Phelim Wittily, as they used to call So the following day, we had neighborly greetings. We covered the title podcast recommendations and well, wist, well wishes. NATO alphabet. So we got some podcast recommendations in there as well. So that was, uh, was kind of cool. <laughs> Which was a cool thing to do. I like that. Indeed, yeah. indeed. I'm leaving it a while before I uh, do the translations and add them to the OPML file, but I I will do that. I I have already. <laughs> because, yes, are you yes. are you maintaining an OPML file for the HPR site? Then <laughs> <laughs> that, was that just you volunteering there? <laughs> well, the last time I did a podcast list, it took two shows and uh, there was an true. OPML list with it. So uh, so don't 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 get me started. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> So Windigo said, what a cool spin on podcast recommendation topics. I didn't think I could even formally be introduced to the NATO alphabet. And your recommended podcasts sound intriguing as well. Thanks and welcome to HPR. Clinton Roy says, thanks. Thanks very much for this. It was a wonderful little episode. I heard this on a plane with all the noise and surrounding all the noise surrounding me. It was interesting to re-listen to it with my headphone noise cancellation off and work out how good it was it carrying information when there's a lot of background noise? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Dodd Dummy, we called it Fife, not Five. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, they thought us Five for Five, Tree for Tree when I was in the Army. I have heard that. Yeah, yeah, I have heard that. Five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Niner business, just to make it more, more clear. But hmm. Yeah. Tree is probably because of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Can't imagine where that came from. No, no. no. <laughs> there was. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I'm not actually at liberty to say. It was something quite amusing happened this month with that. Um, where was I? Kayak camping. Yes, kayak camping is really a fun and affordable way to explore outdoors and get away. Another episode from Louisiana, apparently. Uh, yeah. Comments by this was by Droops, obviously, who was uh, kayak camping. Uh, Mongo says camping the right way. I just listened to your excellent podcast on kayak camping in Louisiana and have arrived at the right way of doing You have arrived at the right way of doing it and I enjoyed the story. For me, there is nothing better than walking up, waking up in the great outdoors. I tent camped for many years, sometimes with backpack or bicycle, but mostly from the car and usually with dogs. Cheap gear, mostly real food, no tech. Thank you for the podcast. And Droop says, thanks. Thanks for the kind comment, Mongo. After listening to the podcast again, I left out something. Cheap gear is not the same as bad gear. You want quality gear, but not to pay pay much for it. If I had a $400 tent and an ember burnt a hole in it, I would be be much more upset than when my $40 tent gets a hole. I try and test everything in my yard before relying on it tent under a sprinkler as to not bring worthless gear with me 
Good plan. Good plan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This kind of goes along with the, the more stuff you bring, the worse of a time you have. Gear will get dirty and tear and melt and get lost. None of this stuff should be so precious that it ruins your time. Have backups of important things, fire starting, water filtration, navigation, and just roll with it. Mm, cool. And uh, I said another vacation destination. He just invited us all to stay. <laughs> <laughs> which he did <laughs> and droops replies vacation destination ken you know you're always welcome though if you overstay i might just leave you in the woods and come visit sometime and bring you battery so you can keep running hbr like a champ excellent excellent and uh, john cobb says not a camper i'm not a camper but you make it sound like it's almost something i might want to try someday very much, very much a case in point for me i definitely want to try kayaking around the waters here in louisiana but I'm not sure about camping, about the camping bit. By the way, I never realized you were in Louisiana. Give me a holler if you ever come through Lafayette. Cool. Was he talking to me there as well? Yes, I think that's another invitation for my <laughs> inevitable trip around the US. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he invited you along to yeah, turn, some, all... turn some pens in the garage yeah, there exactly. sometime. Yeah, Professor uh, John the Culp there at the uni, uh, he said I could keep here for a <laughs> Oh yeah. Nice yeah. try. Yeah, the guy with the broke down truck. <laughs> that guy. Uh Calibra ebook server by John Culpa. So a quick rundown on how to share your ebook library using Calibra Server, which actually has turned out to be something that I intend to do right now. Well, not right now, Fostem, blah 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 blah. But uh I uh got bought an ebook reader, uh Kobo Touch 2. And uh yes, I'm wondering if I like it. I'm still in early days, so I'm having a look at that. But this seemed to have stirred up a bit of interest. Yes, it's a, yeah, I found it quite intriguing. I didn't realize that, that, that it had that capability. It's a very cool feature. Absolutely. And uh, it's nice to be, uh, to, you know, to have a library in the house, essentially, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Dodd Dummy, who's been very busy posting comments, but not as busy posting shows, Dave. My stern <laughs> voice. I've tried this, and it works great. I don't remember if you if it was noted in the show, but you need to supply the port number. On my three G Kindle with a keyboard, it's hard to read the page. Had to play about with the display settings and reload the page when the page got garbled, but it did work. I think I'll probably plug in the three GS if possible, though, because it takes me a while to get to the page. Work much better on the Kindle DX. Okay. John Cup replies, ports. Whoops, yes. Must have must have port number appended to Earl. Glad it worked. And uh, he just tried it. Uh, this is again Dodd Dummy. I just tried it from uh, another GPS, uh, 3GS, and it worked fine. So I compared the two side by side and noticed the display on one had a problem. I didn't notice this while reading books. With that in mind, I've changed my mind and will use this 3GS excluding the one Use this for the 3GS, excluding the one with the display defect. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so cool stuff. Uh, another thing for a Raspberry Pi, as uh, by the by. Uh, reflections yeah. on freedom of speech. And this was by Mirror Shades. And Droop says, well said, very well said, exclamation mark. Yes, this was, a, this was an excellent show. It's um, really well, well reasoned, I thought. Bill Miller comments, hello. Hey, great podcast, and I agree with you pretty much 100%. I may not even agree with Spaceman, but I totally support his right to express his opinion. 
no matter how offensive it is to others. Hope to hear more from you. Absolutely. But I don't think anybody was that particularly offended by uh, Spaceman. It was just the, uh, the the forum, the the location where it happened. I don't think they were expecting it, you know, yeah. in yeah, that and... position. But I think we can uh, we can pretty much refer people to episode uh, 2210 is HBR's stance on freedom of speech. From now on, this is the policy. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a good one. I mean, it's, and it's well it's well explained too. Yeah, absolutely cool. I love it. Um, actually, in in that in mind, I was uh, I'm don't know if I should say I'm lining up a, a an interview with a guy in work who's uh, who works on um, uh, what radio stations, uh, pu- public access radio stations in the UK, and uh, was interested to hear that we have content. So uh, I'm going to probably do an interview with him first and then cool. uh, see if there are people on the network who want to submit tech shows or stuff over there in which case this clean and uh, thingy um, clean and explicit becomes uh, you know if you we were putting shows over there then they would really need to be clean and somebody would <laughs> need to listen to them and say okay this is this is not going to find some <laughs> we bankrupt some public access uh, show <laughs> radio station because they put in naughty words on the hour shows oh yes the seven band words in the states and all that stuff yeah exactly hbr 2211 my podcast workflow how i'm download manage listen to and delete podcasts or as i put it how to overkill oh my god dave <laughs> did i not make reference to your overkill comment in here <laughs> yes, yeah. I can completely understand how this happened, but at some point, at some point, a refactoring of code is required. Well, yeah, that's what I said. But, uh, yeah, but it, it's it is it's amazing how you can. It's a bit like that sort of woodwork thing again, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you, yeah. You've made a chair, and then you've added a sort of table on the side, and then you've you've got a got a thing to cover over the top of your head, and uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it just becomes ridiculous, which this does. But yeah, it's got exactly. it's got. Good ideas in there. I think good good ideas for me, but, yeah, just, but it's just overkill, the, as you say. You are the, right. Well, the problem is the problem lies with the RSS spec uh, being so loose and the Atom spec being so strict that you need to deal with all the uh, all the intricacies that people have done in between, either deliberately or accidentally or one way or the other. And then this, you know, it takes ten minutes to write a podcast client. And it takes 10 years to maintain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's really the point. I think Bash Podder was, was brilliant um, in its in its time. It's just brilliant anyway, but it, it, it was fine for its time. But it's, it's, uh, it's you know, it, it doesn't There are so many exceptions. Fulfill. Yes. It's yes. because, uh, you know, I, I sometimes think a different approach would be to go and say to people, okay, here's a, here, your RSS feed is completely, you know, crap. But then, you know, other we should be thankful now that, you know, we should be thankful that people are still producing RSS feeds um, because uh, after the Google Reader thing that they took a nosedive. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I'm I'm enough of a nerd to uh, to actually sometimes go and point out deficiencies in feeds to, to people. Yep, and I've yep. had one or two reasonable <laughs> replies and a few where they've told me to go away and boil my heat, as they say. Yes, in yes, yes. Meanderings, Cyberpunk and the Minidisc, the Cyberpunk History of the Sony Minidisc by Kubnu. And 
I found this because personally hated the whole concept of the mini disc and its proprietary nature, but um, I found this a very interesting show, nonetheless. Yes, yes, it's it was very it's quite timely for me. Um, my son had a mini disc, and uh, when he got fed up with it and wanted to go on something better, he left it with me. And I was I found it in a, in a box of interesting things the other day, and I was thinking, mm, what can I? It still works. It's a portable mini disc player. What can I do with this? <laughs> so yeah, it, and I didn't really have an answer, but to fit, I might do. It it was very interesting to listen to this as a consequence. You know, sometimes I think uh, we're living in the matrix when stuff like that happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yes. What are the odds? <laughs> yes, anyway, yes, some Bill sort Miller of says, Great show. Listened to your show today, and it brought back a lot of memories as well. I went uh, through almost the same thing in the timeline of your tech uh, lifetime there, and reminded me that some of the great and not so great tech items we used to get to, and where we are now. Don't tell anymore. I still have some of these. Don't tell anyone. I still have some of these mini discs. Lol. <laughs> and Kuvmo, is that how you pronounce it? Oh, go says... butcher his name. <laughs> That's why I don't I remember. Fix my name on the text to speech. You know, I think it's only <laughs> it's only fair that text to speech gets to butcher my name every show. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I should have listened harder when he was when he said who he was. Did he say who he was? Maybe he didn't. I don't know how he says it. Anyway, ha. He said, starting to become a bit of a disease. Picked up a rack mini disc deck off Craigslist. Still have not told the wife. Yeah. Yes, I can. I can understand why you would uh-huh. do that, though. Yeah, it's tempting. Tempting. Uh, Matt says mini disc brought me here. Mini disc is still going strong, and it was via the mini disc Facebook group, the Facebook group, that I discovered this link. As an online group, they are approaching nearly. 2000 members and shows that there is still a subculture for the format welcome yeah, aboard Matt. wow cool no no cool yeah. stuff yeah absolutely i hadn't realized until i saw this comment that there that there was still such an interest in them i must dig deeper because it's it sounds like a cool thing to be playing with Oh, it's only a matter of time before the hipsters come along and think mini disc is cool we we had a magneto optic uh drive thingy on um some machines at work and it was never all that good and the drivers for it were rubbish and it got taken off the machine and put in the in the storage cupboard i was really upset when i discovered that one of the, the senior managers decided it wouldn't want to be thrown out it, it could have thrown it in my direction i'd have had yeah, it in my yeah. i'd have i'd have played with that for certain yeah. anyway following day clay body basic clay theory this is in response to our request for brian to do clay body shows thank you this was awesome this is how you start a series absolutely excellent yeah yeah absolutely yes yes what a wonderful response yeah 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 and really well done to her i felt that he'd maybe done that he'd explained this before to, to somebody but uh well it, if he it, hasn't it, i mean this is again uh, liquid gold I was I was uh, thinking of this very show for you know bro- as a sampler for broadcasting on uh, on radio stations. The reason I was talking about it because they were they syndicate shows among other people, and we've often had times here where people have asked to uh, syndicate shows. So it would be nice for us to uh, syndicate out some uh, you know the best of HBR uh, to all these radio stations, fourteen or fifteen different countries around the world. Kind of nice. Yeah, cool. Yeah. 
continues on with this because uh, that gave me a really nice understanding of um, of basically the science behind it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I made l- links to myself to go and look into, you know, what is kaolinite, what is feldspar and, and all that sort of stuff. Have you got those? Because um, that would be no harm to kind of fluff out the um, the old uh, show notes there with a little bit more with a link to some of the stuff. So if you have your own show notes, can you pop them in there? I, I will I will do that. Yes, yes. I, I yeah. I, I would have made made links if it if it was me in these notes, but then I'm you know I'm like with show notes. But uh, but yes, yeah, a few, few more <laughs> a few more links would be would be good. Yeah. I will see what I can do. Okay, cool. The following day, upgrading vehicle lights from halogen to LED uh, by John the man Culp. And Steve says, what about the blinkers, which are indicators for the rest of us? It was pretty funny. As I was sitting there listening to the episode while you were changing the bulbs, I was thinking to myself, you know, I bet the LED bulb would mess up the timing on the turn signal blinkers. And then your amendum. Dave? Addendum. Thank you. If I uh, ever get bladder working here, uh, the the the, uh, the trigger word will be Dave. <laughs> I'm not sure what the reply is going to be. <laughs> yeah, <actually>. exactly. <laughs> um, yes, next. <laughs> uh, nicely done. I was waiting for you to say that last bit. Um, Clinton Roy says, so if you replace an inefficient bulb with a highly efficient LED and a resistor of the same load, are you actually saving any power at all? Which is a good question. I think the yeah. answer, well, the answer comes up next. Probably not, says John Cole. Nah, probably not saving power on the blinkers. But if you get 10 times more lifespan as they claim, as they claim and brighter lights, it's still worthwhile. And he also replied to Steve uh, saying, while well, you're, uh, you're way ahead of me, I didn't even consider that this could happen to the blinkers until it actually happened. And then I had to do research to figure out what was going on. I don't understand electricity very well. But hold on now a sec. If if it's drawing less current, the res- the reason the resistor is there, um, um, somebody is going to be th- in my bill or whoever is going to be or Jezra is going to be throwing stuff at the microphone. Ken, you have no concept of electricity. Yes, come on and explain it to me. But if the reason for the um, the resistor there is because it doesn't fe- it doesn't have it's not drawing enough current. So therefore, the car thinks that it is not, uh, the bulb is not there, but putting a small resistor there to give it a slight amount of current will give it, will tell the car that there is a resistor, that there is a light there. But that doesn't necessarily need to be the full resistance of a light bulb, I guess. I imagine so, yeah, yeah. But then again, in this case, even if you are burning the same amount of uh, power or using the same amount of power, you're not necessarily um, you're not necessarily going to be converting that to light or heat on the bulb itself. On the other hand, you're driving a fucking car, guys. Go with public transport. <laughs> the the resistor is in a metal metal body, and yeah. it has to be fixed quite quite firmly to a metal structure. But because yeah, yeah. it's got a big old heat sink on it, so it's yeah, actually so just, it is... it's turning the uh, the current into uh, into heat. Yes, but it will not necessarily need to to put in the twelve watts that would be there. It would not necessarily need to convert all twelve. It could be six watts. 
if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I would just imagine to, so, yeah. Just enough yeah. to trigger the car sensor. But then again, it might, be, it might be yeah, that you actually need to have uh, real light bulbs. Sorry, I'm just working through all of this anyway because I am, as you know, trying to better uh, get a better handle on electronics in the... Uh, myself anyway i also posted smoking hot canvas led lamps uh, from the bigclive.com channel where uh, he takes some of these uh, light bulbs and basically does what he does best <laughs> is there explosion involved i haven't seen that one it's <laughs> just uh, some of them meltdown you put them in the wrong way and you're cheap oh stuff. right 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 yeah yeah oh some of these nasty chinese ones because mm-hmm. you, you get a sort of matrix of, of multiple leds in a in a thing for a high-powered uh spotlight yeah. type thing don't you um, yeah i think yeah. these ones were just little like circuit circuit boards with an led on both sides and and that was it and they were just run at the at their maximum whack yeah yeah uh, yeah there's, there's yeah yeah anyway i was gonna say there's a guy who made a made a an led torch that was incredibly bright and the amount of heat sink he had to to, to do to yeah, avoid yeah, it blowing yeah. up was Saw that yeah. all right, yeah. <laughs> yes yes and did you want to do john then no no you can okay john says yikes mine are not can by so hopefully won't have meltdowns <laughs> yeah good stuff so the kickstarter from the omega 2 plus first time walkthrough and this was from Jurello. Uh, Arduino related device series, and I did not know about the uh, this. I, actually, I did. I had a little look at the time, and uh, but never, never got into it. Yes, yes. Do you think he meant that to be Kickstarter? Because I, to be I honest, so, I didn't yeah, I notice that. I didn't it's... notice it was going through. I will. I will just go and fix that when I get a second. Yeah, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, I'd sort of vaguely heard about this Omega Two, but I hadn't paid it a lot of attention because it was IoT, and I, I'm not sure I'm quite too the keen on IoT stuff in general. But uh, no, it no I, I think it's a uh, it's a it's a good uh, beginner kit. But the thing about it is that the thing that put me off it was there are so many different uh, modules that you could get, and by the time you get them all, you're like 250 euros down the drain. But yeah. uh, and I've already invested in you know the whole Raspberry pi ecosystem yeah, yeah well although um, actually what i'm what i've ended up happening is like i got the raspberry pi because i'm interested in turning on lights and stuff and i was thinking oh that's that's interesting let's learn about that and then i learned about that and i think you know arduinos oh those are handy let's learn about that actually if i'm doing it with arduinos i can do it with integrated circuits actually how do integrated circuits work <laughs> let's do it with resistors yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes you can, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, yes. it's easy to, to to end up with with bags and bags and heaps and heaps of yeah, stuff. Exactly. You're not careful. If you, if you hear, can you hear what this? Um, that's something I just bought from from my Pi Zero, which turns it into. Um, I wanted to try and connect a serial device to it to to uh, see if I could drive it through um, yeah. from a, from a Pi. So it's a little serial interface that you stick on the on the top serial Pi Zero. So you know, it's it, I, I yeah. I don't know how long it will take me to do it. Years probably, but yeah. could no doubt fun. we will get a uh, show on that. When it gets done, I shall certainly tell you about thank it. You, yeah. Thank you. I actually did a. It, I went through the because um, I've been buying stuff. I, ever since I've started doing tutorials and stuff uh, with uh, the Raspberry Pi and you think, oh, I'll get I'll get the I'll send away for that and I'll get that and then it comes back three weeks later and then you know, pff, you have to bring kids to wherever and then 
you know, life catches up with you. Um, so I've actually this weekend went and did an inventory uh, using Markdown and uh, of all the things that I've purchased and have their uh, and it's in Git and I have all their um, their uh, you know PDFs and breakdowns and links to the site. Uh, where um, that explains the project and what it's used for and stuff. Oh, cool. That is really good. Yes. Yeah, yes. Quite, you know, the virtual, I think it was, uh, and my Bill who suggested putting, um, when he does a project, he puts it in the components into a st- static bag and then keeps a track of it. Yeah. So this is kind of my idea of doing the same thing only, uh, only in a markdown, which is... Excellent. Yes, I, I keep a ring binder with bits of paper in to, for that I purpose. Shall, <laughs> I shall also do that, Dave, because that's quite handy. Uh, but yeah. I don't actually have space now for a bookshelf yet out here. But once I digitize all my archive tapes and CDs and videotapes, then I can have space. But that's another project for another day. There's <laughs> probably some woodwork involved. Oh, in there God. Yeah, so I have to make a brush and then change the handle. Anyway, working AO. Uh, Alpha Oscar 8.5 with my son and this was the absolute coolest episode sorry this was my ideal episode and it was so annoying that he didn't get a contact <sighs> it uh, yeah I thought oh yeah right I'm not all that much into amateur radio I thought it was really fascinating I, I, I was so rooting for him to, to get through and to yeah, and have, exactly. uh, have a conversation or something or other yeah. it's a shame it didn't didn't happen but uh, it was it was it was quite gripping actually yeah 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 I am I'm this actual thing this actual thing here is actually why I want to get into amateur radio is for the tracking the satellites I just think it is so cool. Yes, yeah. No, that, that was that was an excellent uh, show. What More I actually please. want to do is rig a um, an aerial, uh, an antenna, so that it uh, can automatically track the satellites itself using motors. So you you don't have the the inconvenience of actually having to stand outside. That it, it would do it automatically. And I don't know how Did- that is the end goal. Isn't that was that guy at Fosdem last year? That's who had, the bunny, yes, two years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you'll be you'll be following his in his footsteps or something. That's uh, what I was trying to uh, to do with a little Yagi antenna and see how how we would do. They have the automated relay stations that do, do the tracking as the satellite comes over the um, over the horizon. Then you report back um, the signals from the satellite. So people doing. Uh, what was this? Uh, people doing where they get amateur satellite, where there's a space on the satellite that goes up, they'll put in these uh, amateur satellite boxes for you know universities and hobby groups, and then they'll just launch them because hey, it's they, they couldn't fit anything else in in that space, and then you you put the space up, and uh, but they don't have ground control stations, so they the idea was that you could get a global uh, ground control network, so that was what they were doing. Oh, very cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Loved that show. And the following day was building a new voice input device. Jibber jabber. Uh, did you see the photos for this? I didn't look. I haven't looked in detail. I saw some of the photos as on New Social as he was putting it together. But uh, yeah, I, haven't, I, haven't I thought this phone was even older than 1970s. It looks like something out of the 1930s. You know, what hell, my lord? There's a... It's 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 one with the with the microphone on set on the wall and a yeah. and a t- detachable um, earpiece. Is it? Yeah, is it one like of those? A yeah, box I thought it was on the wall. Oh, this yeah, is so cool. Yeah, it just, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. 
that opened up a lot of uh, ideas for me, you know, like that you could go uh, a tube on the wall that you could blow into going, <laughs> like the old ships, you know. <laughs> oh, I know, indeed, yes. Yeah, you have to pull a plug out of it and then blow down it. Yeah, exactly. That'd be awesome. Okay, anyway, you know for that, yes. Uh, and, of course, I'm inviting myself over to Jezra's house because that, I think, would be the uh, the ultimate in uh, in museum visits. <laughs> he does have fun, though, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He does, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't mind one of those chip computers. I don't know how easy they are to get in the UK. Yeah, yeah. They seem is... to be a bit harder to, to get in the UK than they are in the States. Yes, but I don't have the time to devote to this. Yeah, I know, I know. Neither do I, really, but no. still. Okay, so that was the shows. And uh, where are we now? We're talking about... Have we missed any comments, Dave? Well, there was a bunch to previous shows so um which i hadn't prepared <laughs> shall i do that <laughs> As so we had um droops uh, was commenting uh, uh droops did a show on um why people should use handwriting to gain superpowers and mirror shades replied thanks i'm actually a fan of fountain pens as well i love them but sometimes it's hard to explain the fascination to people who don't get it me basically I don't know about anybody else, but I've tried and um, get tired of the why every time I mention fountain pens. Good to know I'm not one of the only ones. Yeah, yeah, well, I appreciate that. Did Murashid know that if he does one more show, it's a series? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, we need more, more fountain pen shows. More fountain pen shows, yeah. On um, uh, Tattoo Raves about the tabletop game Coup, and non-descript says, I took a copy of Coup when visiting relatives over the holidays. It was a huge success. Thanks for bringing the game to my attention. Cool, that's nice. And then we had on the why people say should say GNU Linux. Uh, FSA said some language is more offensive than others. Spaceman, I thought for the most part your episode was entertaining. Taking the subject, mostly agree with with you on the political points behind it. I am strongly opposed to censorship of any kind. Uh, Fox Eccentra, don't bother me. But I would just ask to reconsider the retard and retarded as an insult. I completely agree. That's me saying that. Again, I completely against censorship but i'm not saying that you should be forced to do or not prevented from releasing episodes that use them in that way uh, but i do think it's a different sort of offense than generic words like fuck when some people just happen to not like and Christopher M. Hobbs, do you mind me doing these comments or do you, no, want, no, do you want okay. to jump in? I'm, 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 I'm sort of following behind slowly, but this was on the Christopher M. Hobbs uh, show about working amateur radio satellites uh, by Michael and uh, comments additional links. Hello, Christopher and listeners. Uh, cool show. Now I want to pick up my own attempts again. Some comments or answers. AMSAT is the international organization. AMSAT-NA is an American, North American branch. There are many others. You already mentioned AMSAT UK. The Oscar name is still present. Here's a link that explains the rules. AMSAT page ID 2478. In short, in the AOXX, FOXX, COXX satellite names, the O stands for Oscar. The first letter is usually linked to the organization or group that 
built the satellite. The problem of getting misled by dead satellites can be mitigated by consulting the satellite status page, which is at imsat.org forward slash status first. There you can see if they're very recently have heard or worked a particular satellite. Regards, Michael or Michael Miri. Next comment was by Space Ma, uh, on the Spaceman Show. Victor commented twice, Victor O. Comment number one was, I love bots, but I find it disrespectful when a bot impersonates a human being. I think a bot should identify themselves as bot. I don't think uh, anybody appreciates being deceived. Next comment was, uh, on a side note, I think you could share your findings. I kind of would like to open the database of stuff out there that you can download. You know, you can Google anything on the internet is easy acceptable, but I would like to see to own a couple of terabytes database that index of the internet. It's nice that you can download the DMOZ database. And Mirror Shade, uh, Comment by Clacky on mirror shades, fun with oscilloscopes, bubble sort. And loved that the art- artist put in a sorting algorithm illustration in lines. I'm pretty sure they're all bubble sorts, though. Uh, did anyone here watch the sorting out sorting? It's a classic. In 2005, sadly, it's no longer part of our algorithms course. We, But we watched it uh, as a student body lore. It's originally VHS. That's the, um, that's the, 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 one second. Dave, have you uh, disappeared? No, I'm still here. I'm still here. <clears throat> Just give me one sec. No, I thought uh, I'm going to put the link into the show notes. Actually, do you know what I'm going to do, Dave, is I'm going to put the link in an email and then send that to you. And then there was an, um, so uh, the video he's t- talking about, is on YouTube from VHS, but he thought he was talking about the video with the um, with the dance, the Hungarian dancers. Did you see that video? I haven't seen that. No, they're demonstrating sorting and bubble yeah, sorting and things. Sorting. Uh, just one second. I'll see if I can get the link. So, just sent both of those links to you. One, the first video I have not watched. The second one I have. It's Hungarian dancers, and they uh, they they have like dressed in traditional co- costume and they've got the numbers 1 to 10 on their back and then they just do the dance sorting themselves oh, as they go. That's it is so absolutely cool. mesmerizing. I, I did this, I did a sort thing for my, the evening class I used to run years and years ago in Pascal and I took in a deck of cards and showed them in, in one of the suits, you know, the, how you would do a, do a bubble sort to, to sort the, the thing. You think. Not yeah. a whole suit, just maybe a subset of it or something. Yeah, yeah. And just actually seeing it demonstrated in front of your eyes gives you great insight into it. It's just a simple bubble sort. It wasn't that advanced, yeah, but, yeah. but it's a fascinating thing. <laughs> I, it, it was the thing I used to do coming home from the pub was uh, load up the Turbo Pascal had a had a thing where you could look at the it had a graphical representation of the sorts and you could put on the the, the music one of the ah. sample programs was and you, you would play it was brilliant <laughs> i happened to be doing it one night and they uh, my brother's uh, roommate came down walked into the kitchen took the plug of the computer went back up to bed and just <laughs> didn't say a word <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, okay. It's a fairly clear message. Then. Yes, exactly. 
Then we had a clean podcast with no swearing. A concerned listener was saying I'm complete bullshit that people get offended over words that a part of culture you're occupying spaceman said action speak louder uh, for I won doing a back censorship. I'm quite concerned that any of this community would bow to the fascists who desire censorship. Nobody was asking about censorship. People were talking about the shows being marked as clean and not those marked as explicit. Okay, GWS says there's no such thing as knowledge transfer. Sure, there is no one true method of teaching. There's no one single style of learning. The point is that you're out of order, that what you're doing... It's not it's that what, you're out of order, it's that you're going to alienate your audience, is what it says, yeah. Yeah, do you want to read yeah. the rest? If show response is stochastic, then try not to become a statistic. Which is a nice way of putting it. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> no, I don't know either, really. Stochastic meaning uh, random according to sort of a, a normal distribution or something like that. So, is it? I don't mm-hmm. know. Don't, don't try to. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The, it's obviously a joke. It looks like it should be amusing, but I don't really understand it. It's beyond my pay grade. Okay. Um, Kevin O'Brien said, excellent show. As somebody with a strong interest in both history... Oh, this is on uh, Clacky's um, uh, lowdown on what's up in the Taiwan Strait. Uh, Really enjoyed both history and politics. I really enjoyed this program. Love to hear more. Uh, Victor O says, lol, I used to watch China Uncensored on YouTube. I think uh, China and Russia are very inferior complex because the rest of the world listens to the U.S. Right. Uh, The only act to protect their interests. Uh, This is just... Waffle. Okay, fine. They see the U.S. as an intruder in their sphere of influence. I think the mainland China wants Asians to deal with Asians' affairs. It is convenient for them, but that's what they want. Anyway, the U.S. country of freedom uh, refuses to allow South to secede when they wanted to, and they say Trump uh, makes Hispanics really angry and religions dominated by Hispanics so much that they want to succeed. The government will use military force to prevent it. I doubt any government today would allow a region to succeed peacefully. Okay, I don't really know what that has got to do with uh, the um, show because the show basically was very clear that both China and Taiwan consider themselves to be part of China. Um, and the fact that I don't think the US was mentioned at all in this. Okay, fine. That was it. That was the comments. Yes, thank you very much. Sorry to, uh, I'm just a lot slower than you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm an hour ahead, Dave. I need to go to bed here. <laughs> I got to pack. I got to go in the morning. Uh, yes. Anyway, that was an interesting, interesting. What else was there? Oh, uh, did we miss the? Uh, That's the, the, mail, the mailing list. No, I've been very busy with them. Um, uh, very busy with getting the HPR. Uh, you know, I've been doing the posters thing for the Fostem. Every time I go to Fostem, I will I do all these interviews, yeah, and just to give people a background. And every time I spend a whole week afterwards trying to get basic things like what the project is about, where their logo is, and all the stuff. So this time I had a brilliant idea that if we do that beforehand, that I could, um, you know, save myself a lot of work, which hopefully I will. But then I also volunteered to do some posters and stuff, and then. Uh, wrote a program to convert a spreadsheet into a PDFs. And uh, actually, did you see the, the latest latest version now, Dave? You showed me a version last week, I think it was, was oh, it? Oh, I've, I've done a new one. Let me, oh, let me just send you the link. <laughs> 
I'm on my other computer. My mail's through in the other room, so uh, but I'll so, check it out uh, later. Pentolon.com forward slash files uh, forward slash stands dot PDF. Yep, kempolland.com forward slash stands.pdf. So basically, it's got the project's logo at the top portion of the screen, and then it's got a QR code to the website, a short blur, a big QR code to the website. A left of that then is a description. Underneath the QR code is the URL, and then the, uh, the bottom right-hand corner is the um, location, table location, the building, and then the table number so and i uh spent a lot of time getting the logos <laughs> yeah wow. yeah yeah it's quite quite impressive it's, yeah that was a hell of a task you took on there it was it was one of those tasks Dave, that you know three hours in you go this is going to take me another two hours but now i'm already three hours in so, <laughs> so what am i gonna do so yeah. yeah but i got it done it's i think it, I uh, they're A three here, but I printed them off in A four or A um, sorry they're A four here, but then I enlarged them up to A three. So hopefully it'll be nice. But it's amazing, yeah, cool. like the number the Pearl project does not have a logo that you can download that is bigger than the size of a coin. Google Codein doesn't have a logo, you know. <laughs> so you just think, why do these people like Grub doesn't have a logo? That's just, weird, isn't it? You'd have just, thought that it would be a, yeah, yeah. You'd have thought somebody could have automotive grade Linux, right? Which has got funding from the Linux Foundation, uh, has logos for all the car companies that support it. Yet doesn't have a. Oh, I shouldn't be saying any of this actually because people are listening. But you've got a tiny little logo on it, and then you got other websites like um, FreeBSD and GNOME have entire page is devoted to here's you can get them here's the big version here's the version for mac here's how you put should put them in this is do's this is don'ts which is also excellent so there you go yep Learned yeah anyway doing that very good no i'm uh, i'm sad i can't make it this year so to, to see all this good stuff so yes take yes. a picture take a picture <laughs> i will do i will do i'm not going to guarantee i'm doing anything because uh you know what it's like you go there and, uh, <laughs> yeah i know uh, right. just it's... well i'm i going tomorrow afternoon and i heard that they can they're setting up the stands early so i'm going to try and uh, well, i'm going to pass out these thingies and i'm going to try and get some interviews there so then because uh, of 74 or something like that different booths so it's a lot of a lot of recordings yeah absolutely absolutely and it's it's usually quite a lot as well i mean every year that you you've been you've spent just for every every just possible every hour doing this moment, stuff. Yes, exactly. yeah, yeah. The thought of actually going to see any listen to any talks or anything has been pretty much off the table largely, hasn't it? It's uh, it's yeah. been impossible. Which is so. why I was actually thinking uh uh you know, you were asking about uh, whether I was going to um show uh show what a seventeen. The um the, oh, the, fo- the one, the Netherlands yeah, show, the, Dutch the thing, thing, SHA 2017, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I don't think so. I think with that money, and you're only starting with that, I would probably get a ticket to Liverpool or wherever Ogham's going to be and, you know, just sit at the Ogham table and enjoy sitting at a table with people. 
<laughs> rather yes, than doing yes. interviews or something. 250 euros is the cheapest price to, yeah, to get exactly. in. It seemed, and it does seem quite expensive. I hadn't fully appreciated that. Yeah, but then well, it's, a cam- it's a campsite for a week. So, you know, that's cheap by that standard. You know, you got free Wi-Fi, you got electricity, you got the full works, you got toilets, you got the... Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. It's, that's true. It is cheap for the for the price, in fairness. But it's, it's a shame there's not... I thought there might be a non-camping price or something yeah, like that. You know? it's a pity, yeah. I could go in begging on the HBR ticket, but you know, at the same time, at the same time, yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So where were we? We were doing the mailing uh, mail list. The email. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of chatter about the amateur radio stuff. Finally, getting the amateur radio people out of the closet, which is awesome. Uh, some of the, uh, if you are a ham and want to get involved in the Amateur Radio Roundtable, that's going to be coming up shortly. And it'll be uh, hopefully a regular show where you can um, basically answer my questions. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing the show. Yes, yes, it's uh, it's in the queue now, I think, is it? It's, uh, yep. It's, I, um, but as I, you know, I we don't saw it coming to... through. No, 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 we don't listen ahead. No, that's very bad. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it. It, it sounds good. And I thought I saw, since I processed the, the notes, there was some comment to the effect that the next one could well be at a different time to be more Europe-friendly. So, oh, okay. So that would be cool. Yeah. Um, let me see. They lost in Bronx, replied to a digest. Ooh, <laughs> he uh, uh, <laughs> violated I said, the rule. I said, can I take you off the digest list? And he said, no, 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 I don't want to be off that list. But <laughs> it's because he likes replying to the digest, obviously. Yeah. Um, I Late Night Linux, new post, a uh, new podcast. So I uh, posted that out. Um, more about the amateur radio. There was some trouble with the Yahoo and the HBR mailing list. Can you give us a rundown right, on that? Right, right, right. Yes, yes. Um, what we have is that Yahoo have a strange policy um, on their mail. So I've, I haven't got the message open in front of me. Just hold on a second. So it's they're using a thing called DMARC, D-M-A-R-C. I linked to it in the email. And what it means is that anything... Um, sent by Yahoo users anywhere is is uh, checked against their policy. So if it goes through the mailman list, then what mailman does is it it makes it look as if it's come from Yahoo because it it forwards it, and uh. um, and as a consequence, the people look, uh, the other sites say, oh. Yahoo, right, they've got this policy. Oh, but it's come through another server. It's been relayed. Uh. So we can't have that, so we'll throw it away. So um, what you can do is there's a setting in Mailman which allows you to, uh, to, to which which makes Mailman deal specially with this case when there's a, a DMARC uh, policy of a particular sort, and it will um, change the, the way it sends stuff. So... Uh, I switched this on, but unfortunately it hasn't taken effect because I think uh, Josh needs to go and kick the mailman servers, but he, I've asked him to do this, but I've not heard back from him. So I'm not yep. quite sure where we where we stand with this at the moment. I'll, I'll hassle him again soon. I don't want to hassle him too much for the poor guy's busy. Yeah. Uh, we're, um, we're also having this thing with the mails going to the admin at hackerpublicradio.org are getting through. They are getting through, but you get 
uh, no user exists message back. So then people are sending mails to the HPR mailing list, um, so which is fine. But I'm I'm a bit concerned now because I've got all the business cards. I've got admin at HPR on them, and I'm going to be handing those out to people. So um, yes, like to get that one fixed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably something quite simple because the the uh, the message server on the M- I'm trying to think of the, the MTA on the on the HPR system is saying there is no such person there's no such account as admin at um, at Hacker Public Radio which there isn't I mean there doesn't have to be because it's a it's a list it's an expander yeah. isn't it but so I think, uh, something's something's yeah. misconfigured that, that it thinks that this is a, an actual user. It's got too tight security on it, so something like that. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, we are we are we under have, attack. Yeah. Yes, so. we we don't want to have loose security, but on the other other hand, we, it seems unnecessary. I think it just just needs a bit of tweaking anyway. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, but I think a lot of uh, he has another server ready for us. Um, he just needs the time in order to move everything over, um, and I think we'll get a major upgrade at that point as well. So. So I'll leave it with uh, leave it with uh, Josh. He has never uh, let us down as yet. Beef jerky. I, say that I, I let jo- Josh down. Should I mention that? Because he was in Edinburgh uh, at the start of the okay. year, and we failed to meet. Oh, we absolutely dear. failed to meet. It was such such a nuisance. I went to his hotel, and somehow I couldn't get in touch with him. So uh, yeah. oh, sorry, dear. Josh. Sorry. Anyway, you don't exist, Dave. You're a figment of my imagination. <laughs> You're just in the matrix. <laughs> Admit it. Just a robot. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. On you go. No beef jerky. You can do Mike Ray. Right. Hesitates while I find the right tab. Yeah, did you know both of us are doing this show, Dave? You know, it's not just <laughs> you sitting there commenting. No, I. Try- <laughs> this is why I pay you the big bucks, Dave. <laughs> I'm using bloody Ubuntu over here, and Ubuntu oh, is such a horrible thing. I hate, coming it. In. I hate it. And and for some reason, I don't know. Anyway, um, it's it's because I'm old and can't can't deal with new things. So it was um, Mike Ray commenting on uh, operators' show. The one where he talked about silica gel crystals and drying them out in the oven, he made a passing reference to jerky. Ah, so, that was it. And that was so. It's um, beef jerky. He says we don't have here in the UK, but uh, I think it's a bit like what they call biltong in uh, South Africa. So, how about a show about how to make beef jerky? Is what Mike's asking. Yeah, good answer. Nice on, nice on, uh, Mike. Yes catching on. Jezra emailed about the link not coming through, but it turns out uh, it, I think it was in a spam folder or something. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. There's there's a few. There's a... Yeah. Uh, we're also seeing bounces for um, uh, Tim Timmy Marshall uh, oh, okay. through the mailing list. I've told him about it, but I don't think he can fix it. I don't know. I haven't heard back from him. I think after three bounces or something, it gets taken out automatically, isn't it? Uh, no, it's a fair number of them, but it, but certainly there will come a point where it gets removed from the list. We're also um, uh, getting bounces from the TLLTS guys, uh, but I know not anymore. Not okay. anymore. No, I, um, they. I think they were reconfiguring their mail system, and uh, I tried to contact them and couldn't. But then later on, I did manage to get through to them, and they said, "Oh, sorry," and it was because somehow or other they were 
bad addresses on our on our mailing list. So um, so everything is solved now. I think anyway. So we had um, uh, Clinton Roy who sent in a wedge of interviews from uh, LinuxConf.au, which I'm looking forward to. They're up there on the website. Just because we don't listen to the shows before they're posted, you don't have to. There's even a feed where you can get shows as they come in. Uh, and I'll leave that up to you to figure out how to do that. And uh, he's just interested to know how his new um, microphone sounds like. Yeah, cool. And Kevin and uh, Droops are looking forward to basically hearing the shows, as am I. Amateur Radio Roundtable note, show notes, It's that's more an admin sort of question. And uh, tag interface. Uh, Clinton Roy asked, is there a tag interface? Uh, eps.php tag equals something or other. And the answer is no, there isn't, but there could be. <laughs> And uh, yeah, you're doing a show on that. You yes, put I, I, a show in. I, so let's yes. just leave it at that. I think I've got uh, three three shows to do explaining <laughs> the ins and outs of this stuff. I just thought I thought you'd be happy. It was going to be one humongous show, but then I thought uh, it's not. Yeah, that's not how we It's not three. It's three. So first uh, one's in the queue. The next one will be along soon. So that that'll maybe start the ball rolling. I hope. Although you do have, uh, there, there is a way to search on archive.org, query the collection, Hacker Public Radio, and subject Raspberry Pi will return all the Raspberry Pi episodes. It's kind of cool. Uh, yes, yes, yes. It's. Uh, I was delighted to find there are nice ways of doing that. Now, you can do some quite powerful stuff there, so go and, uh, go and hack it and see what you can get. And uh, spelling fix and how to post shows under various hosts. People on the mailing list are seeing basically my inbox for the month on uh, these little issues and things that people have posting shows that we usually just deal with. Um, and it's, it's partly because admin at, at Hacker Public Radio absolutely. says, if you send go away, to admin, we're not here. Then, yeah, what <laughs> are you going like, to do? Why, so, why are you rejecting me like this? Why have you forsaken me? All right, Dave, uh, what do I have to do now? I have to go pack and I have to make sure to bring this recorder and then we need to post the show as well, Dave, before I go, now that I remember. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be rushing out, not having posted the show, and then, uh, yes. Okay, better do that first thing. All right. Yes, yes. All right. Hey, Tune in. Have fun. Fun at Fuzzdam. Have yes, fun. Yes, I better save my voice. Tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Okay, I'm not going to sing the free software song. Please, please don't. Join please don't. us now <laughs> and share the software. Although I'm going to use the Fenster one. I also need to put a thing in my... Because uh, I now have a script, which is a YAML script, which actually isn't YAML at all, uh, which turns the um, spreadsheet into a PDF. I now need to convert that, and I need to put additional fields into the spreadsheet for the duration field. And I also need to remember, Dave... Not to do ursync the things off my, uh, not to ursync the episodes off my Zoom H2, Dave, because when you change the batteries, what happens to the show numbers? <laughs> oh, yes, they, that's how I lost some shows last year, Dave. <laughs> Very unhappy that about happened? that. Yes, yeah, so yes, I'm now going is... to uh, just put everything into a um, 
into folders of the sync time that I do it. All right. Okay. Talk to you later. Have fun. Have fun. Give my regards to Brussels. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.